Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. What I tell you, okay? All right. This decade is gonna be the decade of the Vols. You got yes, Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is, I'm cracking up. It is Sunday, November 29th. We are back. Hopefully the Vols are. Well, funky town <laughs> lyrics in there. I didn't get it turned down all the way. And I'm <laughs> I'm cracking up for two reasons. The Roy Jones Jr. one. Are you wearing draws? And someone got confused on Twitter. We will answer the question. Someone asked if if the Vols are going to cover the Florida score, and you said we will cover it, like we're going to cover it on the show, and someone thought you meant the Vols will cover it. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I just read the comment. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's clear that up right now. Do we you, do not expect the Vols to cover this weekend. Do you want me to... Redo the intro because I read that as soon as I'll read it. Did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, November 29th. I'm I'm having a great week, great weekend, stress free weekend. Um, I told Landon I didn't bet any on Saturday or Sunday. The Vols didn't play, so I'm I'm feeling okay. Um, I'm not going crazy here. I'm good, stress free. I'm I'm up about thirty dollars this weekend. So that's good. Good. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm I'm happy for you. Yesterday was just terrible. I had to go back and like do some live bets to actually get my money back. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably bet around thirty dollars and made about a dollar sixty. Okay. That's profit, I mean, hey, so. Dave Ramsey, yeah, I'm in. yeah. Chipping, <laughs> chipping away at the debt, chipping away. That's what I'm doing. Chipping that's what I'm away. Trying I like I'm, it. I'm, I'm trying to do it. You're, I'm trying to buy the kids Christmas. That's, I, that, that's, that's an important thing to do. Yeah, we're, we're buying Christmas here. Um, guys, we want to thank we want to thank you guys again for listening. We got a great show for you all. Um, we are going to talk about the Florida game. That's this weekend. Well, I mean, we're not going to go in depth. We'll do that on Wednesday. We're going to make you come back for more. You don't get it all in one go around. Um, we will talk about a, a little bit about this Tennessee roster. Of course, Jeremy Pruitt um, and, and what direction of the program is it his job? That's the question of the day. Is it his job to worry about the direction of the program? Yeah. <laughs> he said it wasn't. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not re- speaking. I read that, yes. He was trying to go real real hard coach speak. Yeah, and it was a question about the fans. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't read the whole quote. So, yeah, it was about, like, the fans being unhappy about the direction of the program. He's like, that's not my job. Okay. So, I, I guess it was more of, like, he was saying – Making it's, the fa- it's not his job to care what the fans think. But at the same time, if the fans are happy, it means you're winning. So it kind of it. Correct. If we want to run circle, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah, you get it. Uh, we got some recruiting updates. I hope you have the Friday night stats from the 2021 class prepared, assuming they're still coming to Tennessee, because very impress- impressive stat lines from that crew on Friday. I night. got that. I'll, Perfect. I'll have that ready. Will it get us amped up? Yeah. 
Awesome. And then we're going to talk about some basketball. Um, unfortunately, men's basketball going to be some take some time off, get some guys healthy. Women's basketball though, got to win this week weekend they opener. Did get a win. Season Pretty opener. big win. Yeah, over Western Kentucky. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about college basketball, Tennessee basketball. Then we've got our college football recap for the week. Going to talk about some of the best games around college football. Ohio State. Are they officially out of the college football playoff? I don't understand how they'd make it. Unless I'm like... But they're Ohio State. so Unless Notre Dame or Clemson <laughs> falls apart, right? Because you've got to assume that you probably get two ACC teams in, right? That's going to suck. What divi- Are they in the opposite divisions? I don't know how it's set up this year. With I Notre think Dame. they will play in the ACC championship. So it's possible... Still possible two teams get in then if Clemson beats them, which they probably will with Trevor Lawrence. Right, but then, then you got to ask the like if it could be the same thing for. I don't know. No SEC. I don't. Well, possible. I guess. I mean, you did like. What if Texas A and M? Yeah, it's possible. I guess you're right. Yeah, we'll see. Take care of business. Yep. Both on and off the field. Stay healthy. Win games. Do it. We're going to talk a little bit about high school football, state championship time in Tennessee. Talk a little bit about the semifinals and the state championship matchups. Yeah, we do that. Um, Also, go check out our sponsors, Hound Dogs, Tennessee Tap House, and Blue Water Climate Control. Go check out Blue Water Climate Control for all of your HVAC needs. It's getting cold. So don't. Uh, It's supposed to snow on Tuesday. Yeah. So, So go hit them up. You need to. I wore shorts. We got a today. lot of listeners on Facebook. I wore right shorts now. today. Big mistake. Big mistake. Where'd you go? Played golf. Do? Oh, did you? I played golf in pants yesterday. Sweat. You know what kind of sweat I'm talking about. <laughs> and so I went with shorts this morning. Like swamp Terrible sweat. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Terrible idea to wear shorts today. Um. All right. Let's do it before we before we do it. Ask questions. Drop them in the chat if you got them. I'm on Twitter. Landon's on Facebook. Uh, if we don't get to them right away, that just means you got to hang on. We have a special spot in the show that we will answer those. If they don't get answered right away. So, so stay with us. And then Landon's favorite part. Tell us where you're listening from. We're curious. Where are you listening from? I think we had someone. We, we mentioned uh, Milan. Is that, am I saying it right? We talked about this last week. Is it is it Milan or Milan? It's definitely not Milan. Okay. Because I've heard it. I've, Milan. Okay. I think it's Milan. Um, I, I just don't like the way that sounds. That's fair. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not, ag- I'm not against... <laughs> You live in there. I just don't like the way it's spelled and sounds. Sorry. Yeah. We had we had a listener from West Tennessee that, that liked that Milan shout out last week. So tell us where you're listening from. Uh, we'd love to hear it all across Big Orange Country. Um, let us know. All right, let's talk about the best players on this Tennessee roster right now. Because you know what? Right now, especially on the offense, I mean, defense side of the ball, it's hard to necessarily misuse players. Mm-hmm. Um, but offense side of the ball, I think you're – think you're misusing some guys. I think you could list off a lot of guys that are on Tennessee's. I kind of tiered them. One, two, and three, ABC, whatever you want to call it, um, in terms of who I think <laughs> are the biggest playmakers, guys who I think have made some plays this year for Tennessee, could make some plays. B's probably have made some plays. C's probably could make some plays with their speed and um, and whatnot. So, I mean, let, let's start there. Who do you think makes the biggest impact on this Tennessee roster? I think your best player, top to bottom, is Eric Gray. Yeah, I mean, I think that's easy. Yeah, it, it's got to be. And maybe maybe you go a little bit more into that, and maybe it's Trey Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trey Smith is probably your most talented player, I guess. Um, yeah. But, like, I guess impactful. I don't want to use that, but it's... 
It, it, it it's is just hard to kind of gauge an offensive lineman's worth. It, it's absolutely hard. You, you mentioned the word impactful. It, it's hard to say how impactful um, an offensive lineman can be. Right. That, that, that's the unfortunate part. I, I think you see that impact <clears throat> in terms of how the offensive lines progressed, um, but it, it can't be all up to him. So, but I think every. It's hard to point to stats and say, yeah, look how good Trey Smith's been for Tennessee. But on film, it's you know if you watch a lot of Tennessee football, it's easy to note it. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's important to note guys like Trey Smith. But, yeah, I think Eric Gray, absolutely, you're absolutely right, is top to bottom the best. I think Henry Toa has got to be in that class. He's mm-hmm. a guy who potentially could at least start off the season, could be a, a All-American, probably maybe not in that classification anymore. That defense has struggled a little bit, but – Henry Toto definitely anchors down that defense where they, they need some help. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. That, those are your two best players on offense and defense. Eric Gray, Henry Toto. Um, after that, I feel like Josh Palmer is definitely up there. It's just I, I put I put Josh Palmer in that first group. you need a big play, he's the guy that, that makes one. I put Josh Palmer in that group. I think he has 400 yards receiving this year, and that's with a not very great quarterback. Yep, 331 so. out of – JG's a hundred or one thousand one hundred and twelve mm-hmm. yards, and then I also listed Bryce Thompson in that uh, in that group, that first group for me. I know he's kind of been up and down, but overall, he's kind of like Palmer. Uh, you know that when he when there does need to be a big when a big play comes his way, it seems like he makes it. Yeah, kind of hard as a corner to always be making a big play um, <clears throat> when you don't have a great corner across the ball from you. It makes it even more difficult. Teams will like to throw away from you. But overall, I mean, Josh or Bryce Thompson, excuse me, um, tends to make. Did I say the right name? Bryce Thompson tends to make big plays for you when, when they come his way. So I think he's got to be listed in that group. Uh, I think after his freshman year, more of a roller coaster than he was, and even Lon, but still, I think he comes up big when we need him. Yeah, I think he's Tennessee's. He's definitely the best one in the secondary this year. Um, you know that that play he made in the end zone, at Auburn is just. One that you don't see a lot of players make. Right. Uh, you, you did mention that secondary, so I'll kind of go to my second-tier group, and that's Trevion Flowers. Uh, I think he could do more in, in terms of defending the pass for Tennessee, but I think he's been great in run support. Um, he, he's kind of come into his own, and I think I've got to throw him in there as an impactful guy. Maybe not as impactful as Henry Toto, Bryce Thompson on the defense, but he, he's an impactful player that I think has helped, <clears throat> has a long way to go. Yep, but I think he's helped Tennessee a lot this year. I think another one of those guys similar to that 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 has a ways to go, but has made a huge impact this season, and that's Kevon Bennett. I yeah, um, four and a half sacks. He's tied with DeAndre Johnson. Um, you know, a lot of DeAndre Johnson's was in that first game of the season, um, but but Kevon Bennett's a guy that you know when there's pressure on a opposing quarterback, it's usually him that gets back there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he's kind of. Been that guy, and, and we're talking about this a little bit. And you know, we mentioned the two guys, the the two best players, Henry Toto, Eric Gray. Those two guys are sophomores. That that is the good news, and, and that's we'll talk about it too when we get into the Jeremy Pruitt talk. Mm-hmm. But it, but it does kind of give you hope for the future, point you in the right direction as far as the roster goes. Um, I, th- I still think there's more questions in the air about this program. But, but that does give you hope in terms of that. We'll talk about in the recruiting updates, talk mm-hmm. about the guys, what they did for their high schools this week. And that gives you hope. Again, yep. still a long way from, from where this program needs to be, but the roster is improving. 
Um, and good, and a lot of these guys we're mentioning are younger guys. Yep. Which isn't good for the team right now, because that means yeah, because then like you, you could know, be wasting a lot of scholarships you, there. You the don't want to blame, and not just sophomores, freshmen. I, I think Tennessee's the most talent. I don't think you can really argue with this. Is the freshman and sophomore class? Yeah, it's not the juniors. Not the seniors. It's the freshman and sophomore. That's where your talent really is on this team, and it's just unfortunate kind of how we started it, you know, with COVID and everything, and a lot of guys were out. And I'm not trying to make excuses because everybody's going. Yeah, yeah, Everybody had to deal with that. Absolutely. But it it just – it really sucks. There was some holes on this this roster that – you know, maybe some freshmen were going to come in and make an impact and just weren't ready or develop enough to have a chance. Yeah, and, and I think you can point to that in the first couple of games where you go, they didn't get to experience fall camp, they missed a lot of time, whatever. I feel like this this point in the game, or in the season, you, you've played seven games, you've had X number of practices. The young guys should be Ready to just as from what we can see on the field, just as ready as the guys in front of them. Right. That's the disappointing part for me when you talk about some of these young guys you haven't seen. And I'll go off the list of you know a couple guys I listed and kind of that that second group that they're not super impactful, but they have made some impactful plays. That's Jalen Hyatt, um, Velas Jones Jr. Excuse me, Velas Jones Jr. Um, guys that I think should be getting the ball more and, and just haven't been given opportunities to be very impactful, and, and especially Jalen Hyatt. He he kills defenses with his speed. Speed kills. Let him let him let him loose on some defenses. Can't coach it. Valus Jones Jr. When we've used him against Auburn, he the most touches he's had all season, and made some really really good plays. I know he's only been with the team since January, February. A lot of that he didn't get to spend practicing. You got to use him though. He's more impactful than a lot of the other receivers you have on the roster. Right. You got to find ways to use him. Then in just the kicking game, you can't. You haven't been. He hadn't been super impactful in the kicking game. The tough part about having a great returner is you're really only banking them giving you what one, two touchdowns a season. You don't. It's unrealistic to expect them to score more. You expect them to get you in good field position when they can, and and maybe a touchdown or two a season. That's it. And so most you, most, especially SEC kickers, are kicking out of the back of the end zone. Exactly. So you're you're not getting an opportunity. You know, maybe in punts. But it, like you said, if you have a good returner, you know they're taught to not kick it to where you can return yeah, it. They're trying to go away from him. Yep, trying to go away from him. Uh, so I think find ways to to really get him going in, on the offensive side of the ball. You mentioned DeAndre Johnson, um, another guy that that's been good for Tennessee. That play against Georgia, not shouldn't have been ejected. Dumb, dumb call. Seems like maybe hard to bounce back from that moment for him. Um, hadn't been fantastic. Hadn't been terrible either since right. that moment. Uh, and then a couple other guys I want to mention, kind of get your thoughts on. That's Matt, Matt, Matthew Butler, a guy that I think he's a young – is he a junior or sophomore? Senior. He's a senior? Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm way behind on him. And then Quivarius Crouch. Um, I, Crouch has struggled. I, I think he's going to be a, a good player for Tennessee. Yeah. It's just – I don't know, with the lack of pressure we get on a quarterback, I feel like that puts him at a disadvantage because he, he's not a guy that's going to run with receivers. He, he's not a guy that's that when Kyle Pitts comes to Knoxville, 
next week. You're excited to, to see that matchup. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so, like I said, he's going to be a good player for Tennessee. He just struggled a little bit in, in coverage. Um, but I, I think he has looked a lot better than Jeremy Banks has. I do agree with that one. Yeah, do agree with that one. Um, speaking of Jeremy Banks, and I know he was with the team before, that's a guy who doesn't come in until fall camp. And it's di- it it's different being away from the team for a full year. Again, I realize he was with the team before, but it's still, you weren't with him. Mm-hmm. Why does it seem that he's gotten much more playing time than some of the freshmen who weren't with the team until fall camp? It's a good point. I don't know. I feel like that excuse is kind of... Yeah, Sorry, and, that one. And, and that's <laughs> what is that? you know, as a as a Tennessee fan, you know, you hate to hear those excuses. Yeah, and it's it's not necessarily like we just heard them for so long with Butch Jones. Now when we hear one from Pruitt, we're just like, oh god, here we go again. <laughs> I mean, but but really, like, no, it's, yeah, I, Tennessee fans are just sick and tired of excuses. We want to win football games, and that's you can say it's the unfortunate part for Jeremy Pruitt that he, you know, came into that situation where he doesn't. He won't get the opp- he shouldn't get the opportunity to make excuses, but it's also part of the job. You were hired to win. That's it. You, you should have known that coming in. You said it. You were going to be graded on your three games against Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. You knew it. So why should you expect anything less? We have a couple questions in here, and we'll, we'll definitely uh, some of these we'll get to a little bit later. But I think this one's a great kind of segue into talking about Jeremy Pruitt and where he stands. Uh, well, first, do you think Crouch needs to shift to the out the outside linebacker, or does Pruitt need to see another? Inside linebacker, I guess, before he does that is your question, Chris. Um, I feel like right now with your depth, Crouch has to stay the inside linebacker. Yeah, and he he doesn't really fit the prototypical outside linebacker no. either. No. He's, I mean, he's definitely an inside line. He's built like an inside linebacker. He's just struggled in coverage, and it's because we have – we're just not good in the middle of the field. Yeah, we uh, the and, linebacker, and we don't get enough pressure to really put him in a good position to defend. Right, the linebacking group has to do better. But you also, we we talked about it all year. You can point to that star position and your safeties that can help you over the yeah. middle too. Right, uh, and then getting pressure on the quarterback when you when you vacate the middle of the field, you do that expecting to get pressure on your quarterback, and you just failed to do that too. So you need I, to do a better. Job. I don't understand when. You had Jeremy Banks, and they were kind of split in time. Mm-hmm. That you didn't try, like you you said you needed a bigger running back, but you didn't even try to. At least on short yardage, it doesn't have to be right. Five, six plays a, a drive, especially it's, if you're going to one. Especially if you're going to run the ball on third and one every single time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If, if they know what's coming, just do it. Then. I mean, if you trusted him last year as a true freshman to do that, why? That seems like an easy yeah. No, I agree. Fix to me, and you know th- those freshmen, D. Beckwood, T. Hodge. You know, I, I know some of them have dealt with. I'm sure they've dealt with contact tracing and, and injuries and stuff like that. But we haven't really seen them. And D. Beckwith, he voiced his frustration on on Twitter. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't like to see that. Yeah, you don't like to see that. Um, and I'm not just, I'm not bashing D. Beckwith. When I say I don't, you don't like to see that. That's one of those things that again. When you get those public comments from players, it's domino effect. It, it feels like maybe losing the locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good question too. This is also from Chris. Uh, well, first, someone said, "Good news, the Salter is signing on my birthday." First off, happy birthday! I don't know when it is. I guess that's December signing 16th. day. Okay. Yeah. Um, so happy birthday ahead of time. Um, <laughs> then, with the freshmen and sophomores looking at a year away from starting playing, does Pruitt get a free pass? 
Wait, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. This is, uh, it, it was, it's about the freshmen and sophomores, and it says, with the freshmen and sophomores looking at a year away from starting slash playing, does Pruitt get a free pass? I, I, I just can't imagine after the Arkansas and Auburn loss, if you don't pull the trigger then, what a, I mean, unless you lose to Vandy, what does a loss to Florida or A&M look different in terms of firing Pruitt? Uh, so I don't know if it has so much to do with that. But, yeah, I mean, I think Pruitt just gets a f- – free pass because it's of all the things it's year mm-hmm. three probably because of covid maybe because of buyout i, I just think everything kind of culminates it sounds like Pruitt's going to be here in 2021 barring a shitstorm of things happening in the next three weeks yeah you know the and the, a good 2021 class coming in the the vanderbilt game is it depends on when it's played too that yeah. if it's the 19 it's going to be after signing day so and yeah. most of these kids are probably going to sign because what's the point of waiting until February? They're not going to take visits anyway. True. And, and I want to re. I want to. The things I said isn't how I feel in terms of I want Pruitt to stay, and I'm not also saying I want Pruitt fired right now. I'm just stating this is my belief of what will happen. Um, I don't think COVID's an excuse. I think you, you've seen Vanderbilt fire Derek Mason. You've seen uh, South Carolina can be done. It's proven it can yeah. be done. You've seen South Carolina fire Will Muschamp. So I'm not saying that he shouldn't be fired because of COVID. This is just my belief in what the direction Philip Former's taking with the with the football program. So I, I just don't see it happening. Um, yeah, I, I think, think he gets it, that free pass. I, I think it's if you're going to do it, it probably already already would have been done, mm-hmm. or it's going to happen like this week because you, you can't go. You can't really go into National Signing Day and then fire your coach. I, I don't disagree. Or, and you don't want to do it the week before because then that whole class is gone. You know, I didn't I didn't consider the early National Signing Day when you look at Vanderbilt and Derek Mason. They've got two weeks to get – I mean, now it seems like – They just got 85% a star defensive your, tackle too. You know, 80% of your class is signing on early signing day. Yeah. South Carolina, you don't have a coach in place in two and a half weeks. You're expected to sign – most of your class. I didn't consider that when you're talking about firing coaches this year. And I'm not saying keep Pruitt for that reason. The 2021 class does look good. That's your kind of upside right now, your uptick you're looking at. But I just don't – that's 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 weird. But, but my thing with that, if, you're, if that's what you're worried about is the future, then like – why haven't we seen a freaking quarterback change? That that too, and, and I mean, yeah, no, I mean that too. And, and here's a couple things I, you know, talking about Pruitt and, and what changes next year. Because again, I'm running with the assumption. Everything to me seems like Pruitt's going to be around next year. I, I, I don't. Again, barring a loss to Vanderbilt or some other crazy crap happening, I just think Pruitt's probably here next year. That, that's just yeah. I think the fact of the matter. And and when I, it's a question to Philip Fulmer. It's a question I guess to fans that want to keep him. What changes next year? Because we're not in year three, you shouldn't be talking about beating the teams you should be like Kentucky. In year three, you shouldn't be going, ah, well, you know, maybe in year four you can lose by less than thirty one to Bama. You can beat Arkansas. You can lose by less than thirteen to Auburn. Or less than twenty three to Georgia. Less than thirty or whatever the points are gonna be to Florida. That that can't be what you're talking about in year three. Right. Year three, this year should have been the year you're going, yeah, you may not beat Alabama. You probably don't beat Georgia. But you should be competing. Let's call it two-possession game. Let's call it a game in the fourth quarter. Maybe gets out of hand at the end. Then then we're probably fair. You just don't have the talent right now. Whatever. Yeah. 
But it was first off, you didn't even try in the Alabama game, and it's unacceptable. It's true. The Georgia game, sure you had it close for a half, but it's not like the third quarter slowly got away from you. It was a disaster in the second half. I mean, it looked like the worst thing that that Tennessee could have possibly did was play the season. I mean, it, it really <laughs> yeah. it, it really does. When you look at like you already basically had a top ten class mm-hmm. just sitting there before the season even started. Just didn't you just don't it's like just don't lose it. Yeah, just don't lose it. And then like you go out and crap the bed. And, and next year you're gonna have a you should have a different quarterback, a guy that's not started. So that that's a year when you're like, okay, we need to, you know, he's going to be an experience. You know, we might struggle at quarterback, but you're struggling at quarterback with a guy who's been here for four years. And it's on, again something else that you're talking about year three, unacceptable. I I, just, I don't know what the right decision is. That's I like what someone said though. Vol for love, nineteen ninety eight. If we're questioning if we're going to beat Vanderbilt or not, that should be your answer. That's true. I that's agree true. with that. I, I I can't disagree with that. And I don't know how I don't know how Pruitt can sit in his office right now and in meeting rooms. I don't know how Philip Former can sit in his home office because he's quarantined. Get better, get better, uh, coach, battle captain, battle captain. I don't know how you can sit there and, and look at maybe if you look at Vanderbilt this week, but that was just an absolute disaster. Yeah, look at Vanderbilt against Georgia, or Florida. How can you sit there and confidently go, "We're going to win this game"? How do you watch Vanderbilt this week and then you you lose to that team that you saw that team play this week? Yeah. You oh, lose to that team after they fire a coach? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's unacceptable. That can't happen. I might get fired after that <laughs> just because. <laughs> I mean, we might be. Someone needs to get fired. Okay. Billy, Billy and Bobby are just going to take our show away. Someone needs to get fired. <laughs> period. <laughs> they got they got to make an example out of somebody. It's probably going to be me. Uh, yeah, I you know, I I agree in terms of the fact that you're saying that, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that. Because I was thinking that same thing, what, what you just said. Before, you know, I'm, I'm going, all right, what, what are my real thoughts on Pruitt before I speak into a mic? And at that point, it feels like permanent. I don't know what the right can't answer is. Can't take it is. back. <laughs> can't take it back. Screenshots live forever. <laughs> I I don't know what the right answer is, but I, I like that point. If, if you're questioning that, that's – and it, not only if you're questioning it, too, it's not a James Franklin Vanderbilt team. Oh, yeah. That at least, you know, had some talent on it and threatened you. Pat, Pat and Robinette with a pump fake. <laughs> but this, it's unacceptable. It's I mean, unacceptable. The state of this team, the state of the program right now is unacceptable. And I feel like when it gets to that point, sure, it could get worse. But why would you let it? It's already unacceptable. Why would you let it get worse? That's that's kind of – I don't know. I, I don't want to – like I, I think everybody wants him to succeed. Right. That, that should be everybody's thing. Everybody shouldn't be like, yeah, I hope he loses so we fire him. No. You don't ever want to, like, want to lose. Correct. I, I'm not asking him to lose to Vanderbilt to get fired. I'll say that. Right. But I would rather him beat Vanderbilt and be stuck with him for another year than lose to Vanderbilt and get a new The coach. roster is no doubt in a better spot, talent-wise. And, but, but in 2017, that team was effing terrible. That's kind of my, that's kind of my point of... Cut him loose now, because why would you even risk getting back to that point? Well, and you're you're not in seventeen. You didn't lose games like you are now, right? That that's true too. Well, I mean, Georgia, you, you lost forty one to nothing in Neyland, right? But Kentucky, if I know Jeff George was six six, but he was if he was 
seven two, we would have beat Kentucky that we, year. We also <laughs> we also got two players ejected because apparently there's a rule that you can just flag everybody on the field for no reason. Yeah, sure. So I, I will give that benefit of the doubt there. But I mean, yeah, okay. So golly, um, here's a here's the thing. You beat Georgia Tech. Yeah. We're at loss to Georgia State. I'm about, I'm I'm ready to get to that too. But my big thing about Jeremy Pruitt, and I think this was the downfall. It was the eventual downfall of Butch Jones. The things that I talk about, like the assistant salary thing, I feel like kind of started at the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. I feel like him in the media seems like he's trying to make. Ex- why can he not just come out and say we're lo- we lost Kentucky? That's unacceptable at the University of Tennessee. We got blown out by Alabama. It's it doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter who. It's it's unacceptable. Why can he not just go, the way Jarrett Garantano is is playing is unacceptable, but I believe in him and we're going to get him to that point. I feel like everybody would at least be like, he's trying. Whereas right now it feels like he's just handing the job to the guy. And and it's like he he backtracks in his his press conferences. Like Saturday he'll say something, and then Monday he'll say something completely different. Yeah, yeah. So like he's... Dude, just say what you mean. Whoever the PR person, the one that's coaching him to, to do these speeches, should be fired. That should be the first. Before me, that person should be fired. Because, like, it's literally, like, people keep comparing him to Butch Jones. And if you're getting compared to Butch Jones, you might as well just pack your backs. People don't want to see that again. Right. Again, And it's just, it's the things you say and the way you say them. The, like, again, the five-star heart thing. I think everybody that cheers for an amateur team, college football team, Loves to hear the, we're trying to build program of better men also. Sure. But you can't say that when you got beat 41 to nothing. <laughs> the worst loss in school history. You can't say that crap. No. You can't. You, you can't. I mean, it's just, that's. Yeah, the, the which again, I maybe read the quote wrong, but at the same time, it's still, it's still a matter of wins. The, it's not my, I'm not supposed to worry about the direction of the program in the fans' eyes. The fans just want to see you win. So it is your job. Right. You can look at it in this big abstract circle. He, but bottom line, the graph points to win. It's that simple. He's wording everything just so Again, the PR guy, just a moron. Just like just word it like my job is to coach That's, yeah. the University of Tennessee and I I need to win football games. We need to worry about winning football games. No one care no one is going to be mad about that quote. Just just say it. Just say we're not winning and we're going to do our best every single day to win. Just say it. Just answer that with every question. <laughs> just answer it that way. I'm just here to win football games. I'm, I'm just here, here so, so I don't, don't get, get fined. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Just say it. But that's you mentioned Georgia State. After 6, we I, I said this exact quote. I think you agreed. After you won 6 straight you asked me, do we forgive Jeremy Pruitt for the Georgia State loss? And I said, we, we for, I forgive him, but I will not forget. Exactly, yeah. Georgia State, I forgave him. But I did not forget that you lost that Georgia State team. So I'm not going this Kentucky win is an exception, not a rule. Or the Kentucky loss. This Arkansas loss is not an exception, not a rule. He's lost to, in the last two years, I know BYU. I know, but you should have won it is the bottom line. So you lost to Georgia State, BYU, Kentucky, and Arkansas. And you might even be able to throw Auburn in that because you were up 10 at one point. Yep. Five, four terrible losses. We're not even in counting year, his first year. In year two and three. Yep. It's unacceptable. It's and, unacceptable. And those two games that you lost this year, you can probably maybe go back to 
I mean, you can't with Georgia State. But maybe BYU, like, oh, they're a good football team this year. We lost to a pretty good football team. Yeah, maybe you could argue about that. But, like, but, Arkansas but you, and Kentucky, yeah, your yeah. talent level is far better than theirs is. And, again, the BYU thing, it just bothers me because you had the game won. That's what bothers me about that game. You had it won. You lost the game. They didn't win it. And you had a chance to win it again in overtime. <laughs> and you had another chance. And you just you just it was that was very similar. Like we had lost we had lost as soon as they tied it, we lost. It was over. Oh yeah. Oh I mean I We were done. It, it, just like that team in two thousand eighteen when we went to Vanderbilt. It was over before the game started. We had we didn't want to be there. And they played freaking USC's South Carolina's USC juniors, they played their dang song at kickoff. Yeah. They don't even know <laughs> what <laughs> team's playing. <laughs> Sandstorm. That's the yeah, name of it. Yeah. Vanderbilt doesn't even know what team is on the field for them. And you got beat by them in 2018. It's unacceptable. The state of the program at this is just unacceptable, and I agree. I feel like he's just got to go. A miraculous turnaround in, in year four has to happen. A miraculous turnaround. And I'm just not convinced it'll happen. We have a question. People aren't going to be happy with me, I don't think. Uh, I'm sorry. David Bauer I'm says, not. what if we hired Derek Mason as the defensive backs and Will Muschamp as the linebackers coach? Good Lord, how, how much do you have pay them? <laughs> rehab. I mean, head, head coach rehab. How much is their buyout? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, we'll pay the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. just come on. Put it, sign we'll it. We'll pay it. Sign that contract. I just, I don't know. I, I just don't know how you... I understand like where the frustration is coming from, but like, and I want Pruitt to succeed, but damn, like <laughs> the excuses and the JG is just like he's digging his own grave. I want to help the guy. Like, I'm like, dude, just <laughs> look me in the eyes. Let me explain to you what you're doing and how idiotic you look. The JG thing is just that's another thing I just can't look past. And I've said it. I get it. Practice. He's practicing well. But we're in week seven. At what point does the terrible game play negate what the hell he does in practice? I don't care how many touchdowns he throws in practice. If the answer is zero in a game, doesn't matter. And if he's looking that great in practice, that's on your defense. That too. (laughs) Get some better scout team guys in there. Go against your ones more often. Or what if it is his ones? I mean, that's really on him. I don't like I dude let me be his PR guy. <laughs> Cause Jesus. Don't sign me up. Jesus, man. I like it. Help yourself out. They're dodging vol calls. It's 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 literally like our friend Brody will steal our clothes <laughs> and then wear it around us. Like it just doesn't make sense. It's He's like stealing clothes. It's like, dude, when you put it on, you're like, oh, I'm gonna see Lana today. I better not wear that. Dude, just help yourself out. We need to talk about that, too. He is stolen pairs of underwear more often than it is okay to steal pairs of underwear. Like, I'll be at his house, and I'll be, you know, we'll, like, have gone to, like, the lake. I'm like, hey, man, forgot a pair of underwear can I have? And he's like, yeah, these are mine that you just loaned me. That's unacceptable, Brody. <laughs> like, all of my Carson Newman shorts, I probably had, like, five or six pairs of them. They're all gone. Someone I, said, I bet he has four of them. Probably. Someone said send him back to Bama. No, because he'll somehow be incredibly successful at Alabama. Again. Yeah. Don't send him back to Bama. I mean, I, <laughs> I agree with the sentiment. I think football-wise, the guy is, is there. Yeah. There's no question about it. You don't go from an elementary school gym teacher slash assistant football coach 
to divi- to an SEC program without knowing your stuff. Right. So I mean, to, to get it here, he has to know And he's stuff. won everywhere he's been. But being a head coach is far different than coach just coaching football. Again, the PR guy. <laughs> the PR guy. John Harbaugh coached special teams before he was a head coach. Yeah, he's probably it, fired too. <laughs> he looked, no, 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 no. Oh, John. Jim, John. Jim. Sorry. Or, yes. Jim. I was talking about Jim Harbaugh. Which one's at the Ravens? Now I'm confused. John is with the Ravens. Correct. <laughs> okay. okay. Jim, Jim is fired. Jim is gone. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, you got- that team is terrible. <laughs> yes, they are. Sleeping in living rooms with high schoolers just doesn't cut it anymore. Like it, at least we got like ten five. games where we could win a couple. <laughs> they're getting what five, six, whatever Ohio State's yeah, getting, and, and they're, they're probably, getting that round robin. They're gonna be zero six or zero and seven. <laughs> hey, the Vols are bowl eligible though. So is Michigan. You, if you're listening on the podcast tomorrow, you didn't get to see Landon's face when I said the Vols and Michigan are bowl, <clears throat> bowl eligible. So that was disappointing. So is Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's bowl eligible. Even after that terrible performance how many on teams Saturday? Have fi- how many teams have fired their coach and been bowl eligible? Good good week for Van- and a female kicker. Good week for Vanderbilt. I mean, since- That's the best week since 2011 for them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the past couple weeks where we haven't had a game has been the best... Two weekends we've had oh, since these past couple Georgia Saturdays have been amazing. Stressful. No worry in the world. Just I mean, you're sweating out overs yeah. and unders, but it, it's not like a couple dollars you're on the line, but. right? It's th- like you did it to yourself, <laughs> right? Which I guess we do it to ourselves no, every year. No, I was born this way, and I blame my dad. Okay, yeah, I blame, yeah, I blame my dad. <laughs> Somebody had something, and my dad was telling me about this. It's like if if you're caught. Not wearing a mask, then you have to go to a, you have to buy Tennessee football tickets. <laughs> and then if, um, if you're caught like after curfew, or if you, maybe if you do it a second time, you have to actually go to the games. I like that. That's a good one. That's so bad. What happens when you don't wear the mask at the game? They make you play for the team? They make you back up. They make JD. you go play for the Denver Broncos <laughs> at quarterback. That is an amazing situation. I can't wait to get into that. That. Blood. Dude, that's terrible. That was the worst game I've ever seen. In my the life. NFL, f the NFL. They're idiots. How are you okay? I love that. I think somebody within the NFL tweeted, "We haven't had a single game canceled this season." I'm like, "You should have." What? But <laughs> what in the Titans and Steelers game? Are we gonna like really just again make these abstract circles and say that it was postponed? If you just push back more than like a week, I feel like that's canceled. <laughs> and you, yeah, no, I mean, come on, come on, postpone, man. Someone said thoughts on Vandy Fire and Mason. I mean, who are they going to hire? Is my only thing. Yeah, like I, I saw an article about who they could hire, and it's like literally the same people for every job opening. And they can't hire. Like the realistic thing is, they can't hire him. It's like will like, he? They're not. They're not going to Jamie Caldwell. No, it, it's it, it's Chadwell. Chadwell. That's yeah. Caldwell? Sorry. And Will Healy and... Yeah. Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle. Yeah. They're not going to get him. So I don't even know why they're throwing their names in that. You know who they could get? Will Muschamp, who then could coach for his third team in the SEC. Or SEC East. Fourth team in the SEC. Fifth. Didn't he coach at LSU? I don't know. That'd be awesome. Making history. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So, bottom line... 
I don't know if I if I had to put money on it, I think Pruitt's going to be here next yeah. year. I just hope because going into this season, we we're excited. I was very excited. We were on, and, and we brought. I think we can all <laughs> we can both agree that we thought Pruitt was looking more and more like the guy. Do I need to play the clip for you? Do I need to play the? It's going to be the decade of the Vols. Yeah, I mean, I was. We we're all in. I, I made an intro for it. Again, PR guy. That was great. Decade of the Vols, we love it. When you're winning, though. Yeah. You can't say that when you're losing. It, I'll say this. He was right. It, it has been, so far, it has been the decade up. It's been a volunteer decade. It, it felt like the last decade that was very Vol- much a volunteer like the, decade. The volunteers? Like tears, like crying? Yeah, I just mean like it, it felt like the volunteers were in control of this decade. Mm-hmm. Like they were the last decade. Like the, it, You saw where it was going. Yeah, it's just like I think it was just rehired Derek Dooley. <laughs> we get rid of all the offensive linemen and just run with it. I, I agree. Yeah. All all of our offensive linemen are going to be converted tight ends. It's going to be great. Right. Someone mentioned. Uh, <laughs> someone said Landon. I bet they're going to run the option. Talking about Vandy. <laughs> I would love it. Dude, I would love. It, I think it, I, this is about the option. The people are just like, oh, the option works. Uh, Paul Johnson did a great job at Georgia. Dude, hot take. Shut up. <laughs> I freaking hate the option. That is the boringest offense in the world. Hot, Ain't nobody want to run that. Hold, hold on. Hot take. I think if they hired Jeff Monken, that would be a great hire for Vander for Vanderbilt. Okay, yeah. Just like if, but like any, any. <laughs> but just like Paul uh, Johnson would also be a good one. Derek Dooley would also be a good one. No, Derek Dooley. <laughs> it'd be for us. It'd be good for us. <laughs> I would love Derek Dooley. I, would love, well, I think his, lost I think his lost. dad would do a better job than him and his dad. We know. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> what about Butch Jones taking? I don't think he's dead. <laughs> Butch Jones bringing him back? I mean, you're he already was, paying him. He, he was already hugged up with Derek Mason not too long ago. So That's true. Good buddies. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about for Vanderbilt. I thought you were talking about Tennessee rehiring him. Hell no. <laughs> Vanderbilt. <laughs> so... Did the I, option get the? Oh but my that would be God. good. For, okay, but th- here's the thing about the option at Vanderbilt. Also, someone said touch the nerve. Landon played at Carson Newman, so he's really passionate about hating the option. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just don't like it. He, sorry, know. Landon played wide receiver at Carson Newman. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's not a great offense to utilize athletes. Which Landon's not. It's very limited. Like you have to be super. Like on offense, you have to be super limited on how you recruit guys. You can't recruit a Makai Becton from Louisville that was like 6'8", 325 pounds because what's he going to do in the option? A cut block. Easy. He's going to – who's he going to cut? <laughs> yeah, it'll just be like a normal block. I mean, <laughs> good point. Uh, okay, so Jeff Monken, I think it would be like hiring the freaking Pirate down at Mississippi State. He ain't going to win. He's never going to play for an SEC championship, but he may beat a couple teams he's not supposed to beat. Like us? Correct. Damn it. Dude, I just, I hate the, oh my God. It's so old. Like, grow up. Like, just too old. Grow up. Stop being stuck in the 1970s. Let's get out of, no, the like high it. schools that run that, I'm, I just hate them. I hate them so much. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's not, I mean, yeah. You're not helping any kid out running that offense. Uh, okay, pump the brakes there. It helps some kids. Go, go to another like they have to go to another option no, offense. Not necessarily, but I mean, yeah, there are still they can go to a service academy. I don't know why you're mad about that. 
Service academies have to run it. That's the reality. Because of the restrictions. I think they t- lifted some of those. Unlike the player size and... Yeah, they're all about the same size. <laughs> right. So they have... Like, they're held to those restrictions. Right. But Vanderbilt's is, not. Yeah, Vanderbilt's <laughs> not a service... I know they got the anchor. They look like the Naval Academy, but they're not. Yeah, no. Fun, funny thing, Vanderbilt was never in the military, so... But yeah, I hate the option offense. Sorry for anybody who who likes it, but it's just someone outdated. brought up a good point. Our formation is old, and so is shotgun. It's a good point. They are old. Football's old. You got? Did you forget that football's pretty old? Get that crap out of here. <laughs> On no part of that. If we if Tennessee ran the option offense, I'd never be a Tennessee fan. Screw that. Landon Tennessee, Tennessee fan after Derek Dooley and Butch Jones. Have you know coached. how many times we the option the is not going to send him away. You know how many times we'd fumble the football. You know how many times JG fumbles now. Just imagine him running the option. But he could fumble it into his teammates' hands. So that's possible. Maybe he gains a couple yards every now and then. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, yeah. No, I mean I don't like the option for several reasons. Um, it does. I mean, yeah. We talked about it last week. Go listen to that. I don't want to get into it. Just slow. I'm going to score points. <laughs> listen, Nick Saban said it himself. It's it's time for offense. It's time for football is starting to evolve. It's time for keep up or you're, you're toast. So. It's like the Ita- scoring, scoring, score and scoring, scoring, scoring. The Italians kicking and screaming. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So you start Bailey against Florida. That's where I'm getting at. But, yes. But, man, what a crappy situation to put him into. Yeah, yeah, you suck. Yeah. But you got to. You got to start him. Yep. You got to start Harrison Bailey. You've had, like, what, four weeks for him to get ready? You should have played him against Auburn. Really didn't until the game was over. So, yeah, you got to start him. And it, it's, again, if you're one to sell to this 2021 class, hey, we're, we're building something here. You got to get ready for the future. Sorry, the seniors. You can come back next year. You can so, if you want to get. So what does it matter? It's not like we're just dogging the seniors and like sent, wanting to get rid of them. I mean, I'm sure you know. There's one person that somebody. Here's the nature of it. If you're just not better, you shouldn't be playing. That's the situation. That's true. So that's true. That's the situation. I mean, let's yeah. get. It. You want to win football games? That's it. That's change the only goal. So, change something. We're not here to make you mad or happy. We're here to win. Yep. That's it. Just win. You should be happy if the team's winning. If someone is unhappy, whether it's a fan or someone not or someone on the team is unhappy when you're winning, f them. <laughs> yeah, f them. That that's my philosophy. If I've got a, if, if there's a player unhappy when when we're winning because of playing time, because of how many, often they're touching the ball, f them. Senior high school outside offensive lineman. People ask me if I'm mad. We're winning. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> now, when we started losing, it got sad. Yeah, it's like, hey, can we just <laughs> toss it over here a couple times? But when you're winning, who cares? Yeah. I'm winning. All right, recruiting updates. Let's get happy in here. I've been depressed for far too long. Well, we, we do have some kind of bad news in that That's as well. That's fair. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, Demarius McGee decommits from the Vols, opens up his recruitment. Um, he's a four-star cornerback. Two-four-seven has him in the top 100. Um, out of Pensacola, Florida, looks like he's already got a crystal ball for LSU. At least he's going to an opponent you won't play. Yeah, just, 
But again, well, you play him next. If you win, you, you probably hang on to him. Two years ago, two years from now. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Um, you want to hang on to the, all these guys? You got to win some football games. I think uh, another good thing about it is like kids aren't able to take visits. Really. So I mean, yeah, that's, no, that's yeah, probably I mean, a good thing in Tennessee's favor. Right. It's harder to kind of go shopping. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <clears throat> We need a quarter. We need a corner, like a, a lockdown corner, and I, I think he would be a, a great addition to this class. But got to find somebody to replace him. We do have some updates. So, Caden Salter, four-star quarterback, commit, um, did announce right. Before, I think as we started the show that he will be signing on early signing day on December sixteenth with the Vols. Happy birthday, whoever commented that earlier. Yeah, and that's huge. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Also, he had some pretty eye-opening numbers on Friday night. So he threw for 328 yards, five touchdowns to five different receivers. Hey, receivers, Ooh. I know you heard that. Come to Tennessee. Come, come play with Ken Salter. And then uh, Cody Brown, four-star running back commit, rushed for 273 yards and three touchdowns on 42 carries on Friday night for part of you. And had a couple – I mean, those runs were big. Yeah. He's he's good. He's big and fast. He's a dog. So, the, I mean, those are two guys – you know, those, those are probably two of the most important guys in that class. And they seem – I mean, Caden Salter, going to – Sign here. Cody Brown seems pretty solid. You know, a lot of these guys seem pretty solid. I'm, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with not being able to take visits. Right. But good for Tennessee for, for, you know, banking on those relationships to last this long. I agree. Because, I mean, when you're losing and guys are able to see other places, you know, it's probably harder to, to keep this class together. So, you know, if one good thing comes out of – COVID, maybe it's this. Yeah, it, it should be pretty hard to lose a lot of guys this year. Yep. should be pretty hard. Any more stats from this week? I know a lot of guys are in playoffs. Yeah. So, games. yeah. And then you have some guys that I think in like Maryland, I don't think they've sta- they started yet. They, or maybe they started like a week ago or something. North Carolina didn't. Even, they're not playing at all. I didn't know that. Um, Have they not played the whole season, North Carolina? No. Oh, wow. Nope. Shoot. That's just a state over. I didn't realize that. Kind of sucks. I mean, guys like Jalen Wright, Colby Smith, um, Isaac Washington, you know, those three guys didn't even have a senior season. Could that help Tennessee? I hate it for those guys, but could it help Tennessee? Yeah, maybe it helps. Maybe it helps. I don't know. All right. Is that it for recruiting? Or you got anything else? That's all I got. Um... I'm, we'll, we'll have more updates, you know, probably in definitely in the month of December. Definitely with early signing period, yep. we'll have all those updates. So stay tuned on Twitter and Facebook and on the show. Of course. Of course. You got any questions? Uh, let's see. I think I have one more. Um, okay. I don't know. Here's one. How sick are you of the Saban coaching tree? In terms of coaches at Tennessee, I mean, it hadn't worked out yet. Yeah. Two, over two. Can't put Prude even in that draw. We don't draw. I wear draws. 
<laughs> yeah. Dude, how about Nate Robinson just getting absolutely knocked the crap out by YouTuber? <laughs> so, which one of the... I'm not very... I don't keep up to date with the Paul brothers. It's Jake that, Paul. Which one played football at Ohio? Don't know that. Is it Jake and Logan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I do not know that. Maybe Jake because he seems pretty athletic. Is it, that's the one that boxed? Yeah. Are you looking it up right now? I'm also looking up Saban's coaching tree. It's an interesting question. Hmm. I want to. I mean, are there going to be guys? How many guys have really panned out out of Saban's coaching tree? I mean, I guess you could say. Uh, D'Antoni, Mark D'Antonio at Michigan State. I mean, was Mich- I mean, Michigan State was a pretty good program. Would you call that successful? I probably would. I guess you, Jimbo Fisher won a national championship at Florida State. Kirby Smart, I guess you would say, panned out so far. So, Logan was at Ohio. Okay. I don't know if he played football. Though. I thought he did. I thought I remember. He went there that. and he dropped out, but he was, it just says he was majored in industrial engineering. Hmm. Sorry. Incorrect. I thought he did. Okay. But yeah, Nate Robinson got <laughs> Did you watch any of the fights? I didn't watch any of them. I just watched, I watched Nate Robinson the, get knocked out. I, I watched that replay. I did yeah. not watch the fight, though. No, and then I, I watched the awkward interview with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> uh, very weird for, I guess it just happens when you get old. Mike Tyson just be like, yeah, I'm okay with the draw. Yeah, I'm okay with the draw. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't see Mike Tyson's Tiger, though. It's very disappointing. Yep. Very disappointing. So, do you have any more questions? Oh, uh, that's all I've got this dropped in right now. If you guys got them, go ahead and drop them in the chat. I'll try to try to catch them. Try to. Uh, other Chris Mann I- says, uh, you two have no passion for Tennessee football. You sound like a couple of old people sitting at brunch, drinking coffee, talking about football. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to listen. But I, I mean, I appreciate you listening. I you appreciate you listening. To. I wouldn't say I don't. I wouldn't say I have passion. Yeah, I wouldn't. Say I wouldn't say I have passion, even though we we spend thousands of dollars every year <laughs> with tickets, tailgating, and whoa, 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 that's not passion. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know what? That's fine. You or, we spend, or we spend our free time talking about Tennessee <laughs> athletics. That could be something. You probably have more passion than us. Good for you. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not going to argue. Like Got this. people from Dixon, Tennessee, White, Dixon. White oh. Bluff, Tennessee. Yeah, we had uh, Chris, you from Lawrenceville, Georgia, and then he said it, that was who was originally from West Tennessee. It is Milan. Milan. Okay. It is Milan. Don't like so. the sound of that. I appreciate <laughs> you listening, but I just would. Me just looking at it, I wish it sounded sounded like something else. Milan is too fancy or for me. Milan. <laughs> I don't know. Milan sounds too too fancy. I'm out of that. Sounds like tight jeans. I'm out. The only time my jeans are tight are when I'm fat. <laughs> Wait, what? Milan sounds like tight jeans? Like you, people who live there oh, wear like, tight jeans. like fashion. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking like... Sounds like... I thought you were talking like the Disney movie, Milan. And I was like... <laughs> no. Great movie. It is a great movie. I was <laughs> like, what, what reminds you one. of top pants? <laughs> Not the new one. New one sucks? I haven't seen it. I'm just I haven't guessing. seen it either. Because it doesn't use any of the original music. That's the best part of Mulan. <laughs> it does, does it have any music? I think it has music. I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, you act like you knew a little bit about it, but you... I'm making absurd judgments based on a few facts that I know. Oh, just like our friend, Chris. Not not on Twitter, Chris. You, you've been a great you've been a great guy. All right, well, yeah, Chris Mann does not like He doesn't that. like us, that's fine. Yeah, he doesn't like, like our like Even though I'm just begging to be Jeremy Pruitt's PR guy. I don't know. I also appreciate him saying that because I felt like I was yelling too much early on in the podcast. And you I weren't like, yelling maybe, enough. Yelling, turns out. Yeah. I, I mean, what do we need enough. to do? Do I need to take my shirt off? Yes. Do we need to get full nude on this podcast to show some passion? No. We just paint ourselves orange? No, I've already painted myself green before and I will not do it again. It actually was not that hard to get off. I would do it again. I lied. I lied. <laughs> you are green. It's very green. <laughs> I would paint my lips next time. It looked real weird. It would... <laughs> It would look, it would feel terrible, but I think it would be worth it in the end. Hmm. You'd have some chad lips after that. Correct. So, worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Basketball, even though we don't get it right now. Dude, having college basketball right now is literally like having Christmas with no presents. It's going to, oh, you know what's really going to suck though is next week when it's not on during the day. That was what was cool about Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was, yes. So, it was on during the day. It was awesome. Not going to be like that. But whatever. So Tennessee comes back next Monday. Is that correct? Against. Or no, they come back the 12th, 12th against Cincinnati. Against Cincinnati yes. They'll host Cincinnati. Tom, to be determined. Whatever. We'll see. I'm sure they're looking for some more games. They've mentioned too. that Tennessee is looking for some games. Putting it out like high schools when they lost these football games. Willing to travel. <laughs> yeah, but who wants to play Tennessee? I get like. Yeah, what do you well, unless you lost a game, what would you gain from it at this point? Yep. So it'd probably be pretty tough to reschedule. I don't know what Gonzaga's schedule looks like. Would they be interested in rescheduling? I don't know. They're good. They're very good. Very good. Um, you know what's great about I I'm, it sucks Tennessee's not playing, but Memphis is one and two and Kentucky lost to Richmond today, so I I'm obviously excited they lost to Richmond, but they always lose a bad game early. Oh, yeah, they do. So it's like they're yeah. still going to be good. Oh, yeah. Like, really good. Not just, like, pretty good. Still really good. Uh, Lady Vols, like we mentioned earlier in the show, beat Western Kentucky on Saturday in their season opener. 87-47. That 40-burger. Yep. Play ETSU on Tuesday night. Love it. Love it from Kelly. I love it, baby. I love it, baby. And they got West Virginia on the, yeah. the 6th. Texas on the 13th. Some big games coming up. It's gonna be uh man, lady the lady ball should have a pretty good season this this year's too this year too. I hope I hope the men can get back to it. Just because I mean look at that roster. Yep. And, oh, speaking of basketball, I think we do. I'm not saying we should plan for the worst, but I think we need to be prepared for if this season gets canceled because I feel like it's trending that way. So I don't know what we're gonna do to fill time, but I feel like we should do absurd competitions. I was thinking about this absurd things, not but, getting the stuff that. Still, like has passion though, right? Passion, like who can eat the most Krispy Kreme donuts in like a minute and a half? Good God, we're gonna be fat. It's already the winter. Man. I know. It, yeah, it's sweater weather. You <laughs> fatten up. You yeah. fatten up to stay warm. Or I don't know, like absurd, absurd things. Okay. Nothing, nothing that makes sense. You do have a tendency to let people punch you in the face. So I'm not getting not. I'm not getting punched in the face. <laughs> That's passion, man. <laughs> it is passion. It's up to you if you want passion or not. I, I will. I the think ball's in your court. Things will be a while before I voluntarily get punched in the face again. Okay, we'll be at like 
be very, very deep into no sports. Yeah, yeah. If we go until next March, like if okay, if we go, what do we go between like March, March and May last year? Three months until sports came back, probably June. If we go three months again, I'll I'll get punched in the face <laughs> on the show. I'll let you punch me in the face with a glove on, like a boxing glove. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll let you punch me in the face. Yeah. We'll go like one of the smaller ones. Okay, so it'll hurt a little bit. I'll just give you a jab. I won't. I won't rear back. No, <laughs> you can punch me. I'll let you punch me. <laughs> I don't want to punch you. You I just, can't. I don't feel like I could ever get mad enough to punch you. You don't have to be mad. I know, but mad. like, <laughs> it's been a long time coming. <laughs> I want you to use passion, Landon. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I need to use passion. Okay. You do. The uh, yeah. So, but I just think we should find absurd challenges. Well, I mean, you all tell me, like, what? I, I, what's I like absurd? To, we like, live right next to a football field. Exactly. Let's do I some think. Of that stuff. I think we should like. Who can, like, who can run the mile the fastest? But every beer you drink during the mile cancels out like thirty seconds. Like something mm. absurd. What about a butt chug? How much time is that? <laughs> I'm not. I'm asking for you. Not I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not experiencing that field. I can't speak to that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just some stupid challenges. I don't know. We yeah, just, I'm down. We I'm just, down to do that anyway. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we just can't go that long without anything to do so we just got we're gonna have to be creative we we've done it before we can do it again last time was hard i don't know if i can do that again it was difficult but i didn't like it we did it want to get chad back on the show for sure well you know what i'll take that back y'all enjoyed chad we'll get chad back on the show even if sports are here we got we both get to punch him in the face yes we even (laughs) at the same time we've been a chair for him this time that's true. Yeah. So we'll bring him in studio. Ah, uh, that's a pretty expensive chair. I don't know if I want to break that in. chair. That's a big chair. That's for a big guy. It's a big guy chair. Maybe he'll bring his own chair. <laughs> hey, uh, come over tonight. It's bring your own chair Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We need to figure out what we're doing for the game on Saturday. We do. I was actually gonna ask you about that before. I guess we'll talk about it after. Okay. I, I'm prepared to be really, really sad. So For basketball season or for, for Saturday? Okay. Yeah, for Saturday. I'm sorry. That was very passionless. Dude, I love that we were about to get into basketball to take our minds off football and we a little bit. Football. And then... Because we care. Just Yeah, we, yeah, we have passion. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was right next... It was like right where the season was supposed to start. You're like, oh yeah, we got a good basketball team. We're going to be good. Canceled. Just 2020, just loving it. Uh, Chris said, you ought to do the Krispy Kreme challenge. Run half half a dozen donuts and then run half a mile. Or a mile and a half. So eat. We do have some tackling dummies out there, too. <laughs> we need to be able to, like, yeah. No, we can do a lot. We can. I can demonstrate why the option sucks <laughs> and how easy it is to defend. I, I I I can't say what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, two plays, right and left. <laughs> a fake, fake, faked up the middle, right or left. That's three. Fake up the middle and then right or right or left. So you yeah. added two. You added that's four total. Yeah. And then you have up the middle. That's five total. You have five plays in the option. And then maybe a slant every now and then, or a go. Megatron yeah. played in the option. It's called saving tread on the tires. Okay. That's literally what happened. <laughs> and who else? Demarius Thomas also went there. He did. But it's because they're deep threats. Like that, 
that's what it's designed to do. Yeah, yeah. If they're if, is get them in man to man situations and beat their guys over top. Yeah, it's like if they're catching the ball, ninety percent of the time it's going to be a touchdown. <laughs> I like those odds any day. <laughs> they're like you're only going to catch like. 10 balls this season, but eight of them are going to be for touchdowns. They're like, all right, sign me up. <laughs> You're saying I only have to try on 10 plays? <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I love it. I love that. I'm a big option guy. I'm a big I'm a big fan of the option. Are you really? <laughs> Fans. Chris said, let it go. Give in to the option. I'm with Chris. Come to the dark side. I'm not I'm not giving in. I hate the option. I'll never give in. They. It sucks, and I hate it. All I heard was I hate the American military. That's not true at all. <laughs> If if you run Tell it, Jeff Monken, thank you for your service right now. Thank you for your service, but <laughs> I don't know if he's you could you could do better. I doubt he's. I expect serve. more from you. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about football. In case you just joined, let's be clear about that. Right? Yeah, I'm not talking about your service that you're giving. <laughs> just that I expect more on the football field. There you go. Sorry. The option's fun, okay? And also make football if, fun again. Also, Jeff, if you want to go to Vanderbilt, that's fine. But I'm gonna hate you even more. So, it's on you. Ball's in your court. That's passion. Passion, baby. Chris said and Johnson was known to run four verticals from time to time. Here's my hot take, though. That's that's what I hate. Coaches that run, and then the only pass plays they do is four verts. <laughs> yes. Seen that all too often. All yeah. too often. So, I'm out. I'm out on that. All right, you have anything else for basketball? We strayed so far away from basketball. We did. We went, we went to stupidity, our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to football, back to option. I even, like, I have a Google <laughs> up of Jake and Logan Paul. Why? <laughs> Just why? Oh. Yeah, we should get you Googling random things more often. Big Google guy. Big Google guy. Forget Bing. Bing sucks. Yep. Go Google. All right, so we'll run through, uh, lady. since we don't have any more basketball, run through the Lady Vols next little bit of the schedule. ETSU on Tuesday, December 6th, they play West Virginia. Then they go to Te- oh they go to West Virginia and then they go to Texas play Jackson State and Lipscomb that's all before SEC play also you need to check out Volunteer Roadshow for all your Lady Vol news Alexis Hornbuckle doing post game shows yeah love it love it baby so make sure you check that out and men's basketball will be back soon keep up with us we'll we do it we're we're ready yeah, I'm ready for I am we need something I cannot wait to see John Fulkerson take away scholarships. It won't be until March because we'll have baseball. Hopefully. 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 I propose a new SEC rule that if John Fulgerson dunks on you, you should be taken off scholarship immediately. Yeah. That's my new that's my I propose that new SEC rule. If you lose John Fulgerson, you Because of the COVID it. year, you just lose that free year eligibility. Mm. Yeah. So What's Kentucky? I mean, Kentucky just has freshmen anyway. No teams. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They just <laughs> graduate them all. Yeah. That's why Kentucky always has freshmen, actually. Because of John Fulkerson. Because of John Fulkerson. Mm. Good point. I love John Fulkerson. He's, Not he's just, changed the game of, bas- of college basketball. Right. Not just because of basketball, but also because of the awareness of pals that he brought to Middle East Tennessee. Yeah. I love that. I love pals. I, yeah, me too. And I love East Tennessee. <laughs> Best of both worlds. I hate that he, at one point he did go to Dobbins Bennett. Hate that for him. He grew up, though. We all make mistakes when we're young. He's made up for it, though. Yeah, absolutely. You forgive him. You don't forget it, but yeah. you forgive him. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, all right. College football recap. Let's do it. Let's run through some of these top 25 games. 
If you like any, stop me. Notre Dame. Number two, Notre Dame. Number 19, North Carolina. Notre Dame wins this one. 31-17. Covered. Covered. I really did. Part of me expected. This felt like the Notre Dame implode game because North Carolina could score. Turns out they really they could in the first quarter. Both teams yeah. could score in the first quarter. Don't know what happened there. Um, if you bet that over, I'm so sorry. It looked – I mean, that I, – I didn't bet it. But yeah, I stopped – Like live betting in the first quarter, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to destroy that over. I stopped watching after the first quarter. I had, I had somewhere to go. But I stopped mm. watching after the first quarter because I thought it was going to hit. Or I, and I thought it was going to hit. What was the line like? Line was five and a half. Five and a half, yeah, that's mm. right. Landon's favorite game to talk about, number 13, Iowa State. Narrowly escapes Texas. I'm done with the Big 12. Narrowly escapes Texas. 23 I did 20. it again. You bet on you, – oh, you did? Oh, I, you bet on Texas. Well, like, I, they were in my parlay, but – I'm going to be honest. I, I was, I was, well, I, I chose Iowa State money line, but I was really rooting for Texas because Landon, after Texas went up 10, I think, when they go up 10, 7, in our group text put Texas forever. So I was, I was at that point, I was like, I got to root against Landon. Dude, Tom Herman should be fired after that game. I don't care if Iowa State's ranked 13th in the country. Who the hell said Tennessee should have Tom Herman on their shortlist? Somebody said that. I mean, I don't know if somebody credible said it, but somebody said it. I saw a tweet. Were they serious or were they asking a question? Good point. Either way, you you said it. Yeah, it, it came was, out of your mouth. Right. It's not acceptable. Yeah, you thought it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's terrible. That was one of the worst coach like in game coaching experience I've ever seen in my life. It was terrible. And then Dicker the kicker almost saved him. Almost. Well, it would have gone to overtime, so still could have lost it. It was almost as bad as Syracuse. Did you see what happened to Syracuse? No, I didn't. They're fell of the week, so I'll get to that. In a okay. Uh, Matt Campbell, though, that guy, big programs should be willing to offer him all the money in the world to come coach for them. Yeah, I mean, he's he'd probably be on Tennessee's list. I, I would hope that Tennessee would be prepared to – if you're willing to pay Jeremy Pruitt $4 million a year, why not Matt Campbell 6 He's actually won things at Iowa State. As a head coach. As a head coach. Yeah. Number 15, Oregon, upset by Oregon State. 41 to 38. The Beavs. In the, what do they call it? The Civil Civil we, War? Is it, I don't think it's Civil War. They call it something. I, I think know. it is. It's not the Civil Conflict. That's UCF and UConn for some reason. <laughs> I thought it is the Civil War. Is it? We made fun of that rivalry. I, I just don't remember what it is. Nebraska. Still not good. Drops this one 26 to 20. Number 24, Iowa. I like Iowa this year, man. I like their offense. Got a little offense production going. I appreciate it. Love to see appreciate it. Appreciate it. Number one, Alabama keeps on rolling 42 to 13 over number 22, Auburn. Tennessee is bad in more news. <laughs> it's very clear. Number three, Clemson, 52, Pitt, 17. Guys, glad we didn't have a show on Wednesday. You would have lost on these locks of the week. Our Auburn covering and Pitt covering were my locks of the week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I can admit it. I did pick App State and they won. Or they you broke covered. a rule, man. Do what? Al- like, you never go against Alabama. Connor, Connor even said, I'm not going to bet against Clemson or Alabama. Yeah, I'm the same way. I won't, I won't do it. And I, I even agree. I said, I understand. I just feel like in a rivalry game, they should cover 22 points. And Notre Dame's getting there this year for me. It's just like, okay, no. 
I'm not betting against them. I'll bet against them every game, and it's going to pay off eventually. <laughs> You're going to lose some money. <laughs> I'm not lo- It's going to pay off eventually is my point. Mm. Eventually. Number five, Texas A&M over LSU, 20-7. to Gross. Number six, Florida, 34-10 to over Kentucky. Kentucky looked terrible in that game. It was close at halftime. It was yeah. 14 to 10. They're all, sorry, their offense looked terrible. Yes, they did. That's what I should say. And Kyle Pitts, he has to be in the Heisman race, right? <laughs> Probably. I mean, good God. I'm not looking forward to see, <laughs> seeing no, him. In I'm, not, I'm not excited, especially because we can't cover over the middle at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's licking his chops. Yeah. Michigan State, 29. Number eight, Northwestern, 20. Rut row, Northwestern. Yeah, Michigan was- State does not look good this year. No. Rut row. Good for them. Good for Since them. Northwestern threw 43 times. That's got to be a record for them, right? Dude, they used to grow their grass. Like, four years ago, they used to grow their grass up like three inches. <laughs> yeah. Like a freaking rural high school out here. <laughs> Trying to slow teams down. <laughs> Trying to slow the read option teams down. <laughs> Number nine, Georgia, 45. Did you say? Huh? What high school did you say? Rural. Rural. Oh, Not at least rural. said rural. And rural. I was like... Well, I don't know. If the, Cherokee definitely did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> Number nine, Georgia, forty-five. South until they, South Carolina, sixteen. Until they got a quarterback who could freaking sling the ball, and then they yeah. cut that grass as short <laughs> as they could. Number twelve, Indiana keeps on going. Twenty-seven, Maryland, eleven. Dude, they're huge for me this weekend. Yeah, yeah I mean Maryland with uh, Tulia, Tungabola. They're not bad. I didn't. I stayed away from that game because I just did not. I wasn't willing to bet against him. He had two touchdowns that he just missed. One was really? turned into a pick. One was on third down the end zone. That dude was just butt naked yeah. and just overthrew him. Yeah, that's tough. Yep. This one should have been my lock. I apologize. It should have been. If you listen to this podcast every week, you know though it should have gone without saying the number twenty Coastal Carolina shots shots forty nine Texas State fourteen. Almost picked that game, but I didn't. I stayed away. I, I just it was a lot of points. Yeah, a lot of points. Number twenty three Oklahoma State fifty Texas Tech forty four. Did you take the over? It couldn't have been ninety four. I, I I don't do the overs in Big Twelve anymore because I've been burned twice. Come on, in that game. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't do it anymore either. Well, Oklahoma State hasn't scored over 35 points, I don't think, this season. Oh, well. They, they do. They, they did run the They ball did against lot. Kansas. That, okay. that was it. But they do everybody's run scoring that much against Kansas. Gotcha. couple SEC games that weren't in that mention. Missouri 41, Vanderbilt 0. You know the headline of that game. Ole Miss 31, Mississippi State 24. Going back. Okay, Egg Bowl. Going back to that Vanderbilt game. Elijah Young. Love it. Out of Southville High School. You look like the best running back on their roster. Four rushes, 52 yards, long and 35. He's quick. Ran between the tackles well. Broke some tackles. Got on the outside, looked good. Larry Roundtree did go for 160 yards. He did <laughs> against Vanderbilt. Sorry, I got, I got. I was hoping they were gonna give it to him. I got local happy. Line. I got local happy. I was hoping they were gonna give it to him where he could get his first touchdown. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, everybody else is scoring, so why not? Uh, someone mentioned Chris mentioned the in uh, Phoenix got hurt in the Indiana game. I missed that. He did. Yep. That's why I was worried. I was like, dang it. Oh, you were you were you were worried during the game, not before the game about that. 
Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. You always sweat it out. You got to sweat it out a little bit. Nothing comes easy. Because that was the game, like, he would have crushed, like, three of my parlays. Yeah. If. Mm, that's tough. Oh, you had that one in the bag. Wow, you tr- you had way more trust than I did. Indiana was a lock. Nice. Good I, pick. I learned my lesson. Two two teams in Indiana that I bet against, like, the first couple weeks. Notre Dame and Indiana. <laughs> Both those proved me wrong, so, hey, I'm, I'm rolling with them this, this I season. like it. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. High school football. Unless you, do you, you want to mention any other games, college football recap, that's just mine. If you got anything else you want, go for it. I'm good. Perfect. High school football. We'll start with the sad news, guys. Southwell High School has been eliminated from the 5A TWSLA playoffs. Great season. Great season. Great run. It's great to be a Southwell Cherokee. Yep. That's all I know. Yep. It's great to be a Southwell Cherokee. Um, Lost I mean, to a good Oak Ridge team, which yeah. have you been to Oak Ridge? I, I've a long time ago before they got the turf and the Jumbotron. Is it a Jumbotron? Yeah. Before that, but always been like a nice facility. Super nice. Yeah. Always been a nice Super facility. Super nice. Um, Obviously, now the upgrades make it even better. So. Yep. So, semifinals matchups you had Alcoa against Red Bank. Alcoa wins that 42 to 7. I think they've only given up 20 points. I think that's right. 20 points in the playoffs so far. Who's that? Alcoa. Alcoa has? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, dude, their game was over before 9 o'clock on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you had Oak Ridge advance to the state championship over South Dole, 14 to nothing. South Pittsburgh, 42 over Cofield, nothing. Someone told me that South Pittsburgh team is nasty. I've heard that. Nasty. Elizabethan beats Nolensville, 56-21. Mex County, 16. Trousdale County, 13. Oakland, 49. Maryville, 7. How good is Oakland? They got some studs. Their defense must be filthy. They got some. They got Jordan James. I think he was at Brentwood Academy, and now he's at Oakland. Um, Isaiah Horton was, I think, at Innsworth, and now he's at Oakland. Um, so they just have a ton of. Makes sense. Hour. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Got some studs. Um, then you have Brent uh, West Tennessee of Brentwood over Bartlett, twenty four fourteen. Fayetteville over Lake County, 38-24. Haywood, 17. Lexington, 14. Milan, 27. Pearl Cone, 13. That's got to be an upset. That's, that is. That is. You said it a couple weeks ago. Pearl Cone and Alcoa for the state yeah. championship. That's that's huge. Milan taking on Alcoa. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry, Milan fans. That's a great run. It's a fantastic run. I'm not taking anything away from you. But I believe that run has come to an end. Yeah. I, I, hey, listen. You get to go. You get to go to Cooksville. Yeah. I'm a big Cookville. A L C O A. Big Alcoa guy. But I don't. I wouldn't hate to see Old Milan knock them off. It'd be interesting. It would be. Keep things on their toes. Got to have some offensive firepower because that yeah. defense is nasty. It's gonna. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a lot. And then you have Summit over Henry County, 35-21. The matchups starting on Thursday night, you have Division II, 2A, Lipscomb Academy versus CPA. Then you have Division IIA, single A, um, University School of Jackson. I think that's right. Yeah, University School of Jackson USJ. versus Davidson Academy. Then you have Division II, 3A, Macaulay versus MUS. Friday, you got the 3A matchup, Alcoa versus Milan. Still don't 
I still want to say something else. <laughs> um, then you have 1A South Pittsburgh versus Fayetteville. 5A, you got Oak Ridge versus Summit. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Oak Ridge has got a really good defense. Summit's got some firepower. They got Keaton Wade, who's a four star quarterback. Um, his brother, I can't think of his name. Anyway, he's a Wade. Um, he plays <laughs> linebacker for them. You know, he I think he's a borderline three or four star. Um, then you have Elizabethan versus Haywood on Saturday for the 4A matchup. 2A, you got Meigs County versus Peabody. And then 6A, Oakland and Brentwood. Walker Merrill in that one. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Very, I'm very, all the games are on TV. Make sure you, there's going to be some good matchups in that, in that, in, in the playoff or in the state championship. Yep. Sometimes, and you, you'll probably even get some, uh, imbalance this year, but there's going to be some good games. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out on the Oak Ridge Summit game, Oakland, Brentwood specifically. And then, uh, hey, Elizabethan and Haywood. Elizabethan and Haywood. Elizabethan going for two straight. Love it. Love it. Someone mentioned, yeah, USJ is the high school that Trey Smith went to. Yes. And I think, was Rusty Bradley there? Yes, I believe he had a brief time there. Yeah. While Trey Smith was a senior, I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. Sweet. Well, good deal. Anything else about high school football? That's all I got. All right. Let's go to questions. Um... These are questions we got before the show. If you have any more, though, drop them in the chat. We'll get to them. Um, till then, you got any questions? Yeah, the first one I got is Walter Ray Pig says, when they get hammered by Florida by 30-plus, will they fire Pruitt Sunday morning? If not, when are they going to fire Gump? Man, I just... After a loss of Florida, it's not going to happen. Yeah, again, I'd like to reiterate, this is not my opinion. This is not... I just... Logically speaking, I don't see it happening after this week. I don't see it happening, period. I got to say, barring a loss to Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's true. I hope. I just have a hard time thinking we lose. Like, Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. It's, yeah, I, I don't think If Tennessee you lose loses. to that Vanderbilt team, your program is rock bottom. Yeah, it's... That matter where the roster is, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I agree with that. I don't think Tennessee loses to Vanderbilt. I'm just saying, barring a loss to Vanderbilt, I don't think Peru gets it. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or a scandal. <laughs> yeah. That's all the, qu- maybe, that's the only question hey, we hey, had. Hey, maybe we need... You know, I won't say need. Right, well, yeah, we'll see. That's the only question I had. That's it? Yep. Oh, okay. That was a misunderstanding? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that cracked me up. I'm sorry. I, I hate that. Oh, I, we do have some more. Sorry. I hate that I read that right when the show started, but it was hilarious. So did... it? Was he the one that said that? Yeah, he was like, Cover! <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to co- – I don't have them covering. We're definitely not going to cover 30-plus points or whatever he said. No, definitely not. <laughs> well, we might cover 30-plus. Dude, that Florida – I mean, they're just not going to throw to Kyle Pitts? <laughs> that, well, we have a different quarterback. I'm not saying we're going to win. We're, but I, we're not going to have a different You should at least cover 30. Please, We're call. not going to have another quarterback, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm not saying we shouldn't. It's, it's just what's going to happen. Christopher Nichols says, now that they there are two SEC schools that have fired their coach, both defensive-minded coach, do you think UT makes move before signing day, which is in a few weeks, to salvage the class? I think that's part of the reason why Pruitt is here next year. Yeah. I really do. 
Well, and I just I kind of forgot. I mean, I knew that early design day obviously came in December, but I kind of forgot the timetable and what the turnaround would be. So I have a hard time believing he would get fired now. It would have had to happen two, three weeks ago. Yeah, and if you're not going to fire him after because all those kids are going to get out of that. Right. And then you're really stuck. Yeah, letter of intent. Because so. then you have a lot of kids that maybe another coach could have brought with him or flipped that have already signed. Yep. So that would have been really tough. And then uh, Christopher Nichols, at this point of the season, who are your MVPs, um, LVPs of this team? Least valuable player. Oh, least valuable. I don't know if I'm I think most that. valuable, I think we can probably both agree. Air grade, yeah. Henry Toto, offense, defense. Least valuable, I mean, it's just the quarterback position in general, and it just happens to be the guy starting there every week is JG. And then I might say, on deep, if we got to go defense side of the ball, I'd probably say pass rush. Yeah. Pick a, pick a guy, pass rush. Yeah, the, the defensive front in general just hasn't been that great. Right. And we have, I mean, they've been pretty, I mean, they've been okay in, in run defense. I mean, maybe teams have just been able to throw all over you. That's why, but they've been okay in run defense. But the defense, they've gotten off the field when they needed to. They've played good enough to win in just about every game. Uh, there's been some third downs in some games. Oh, yeah. We're, I mean, we're not we're not great on third down. Yeah. But I, I think in general, we don't we don't get enough turnovers. That's, that's one thing. I, I think the defense would be a lot better this year if the offense could Sustained drives. Yes. Correct. Yes. I do. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Most important of the week. Oh, we got one more. Oh, one more question. That most important. Um, Moody Moody Al Vall says, "What's up, guys? Is Vanderbilt firing Mason? Put pressure on UT. If not freeze, who would we go get if we get rid of Pruitt? I'm of the opinion let's give him one or two more years. Thanks. I mean, I think he's gonna." I think he gets at least one more year. Yeah. Um, I don't think – I think South Carolina would put a lot more pressure on you than Vanderbilt. Like, I don't think Vanderbilt would make you waver at all in who you have. No. I don't think you're going to be going after any of the same targets. Because it, it, it's the fact that it it can be done at another school. Yeah. I, I Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm, the buyout's one thing. You know, you're, you're going on a year where you're losing a ton of money. Well, Vanderbilt's probably – budget's about the same. Right, but they also have doctors and donors that can just. Yeah, I just mean like they're not being affected by ticket sales. No, 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 <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. So yeah, I, it, I think South Carolina definitely affects you more in terms of the people you'd be going after. I, you'd think you'd hope Tennessee's on a different level, but they're just not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who, who would Tennessee get besides Freeze? I don't know. Who would Tennessee fans be happy with besides Freeze? In terms of what I've seen on forums, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or actual Vol fan forums, I don't know who they'd be happy with. Because if you don't get freeze, I feel like your best neck, your next best bet is getting an up and comer. Yeah, and Vol fans probably aren't gonna be happy with that. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I just don't think they're going to be, at least in the short, you know, short term. Maybe long term, if it pans out, obviously they'd be happy. But, but I mean, what's What's better to have a head coaching job at a lower level school, or to be a defensive coordinator at a power five? Well, I mean, what is? I don't know. What's? I feel like a head coaching job is, is better than a. I think it certainly depends on like it probably depends not only on the place you're at, but also the type of coach you are. Because there's there's going to be guys who are probably better. 
they they can like they have the ability to be a coordinator at that higher program. Whereas like a, a guy that's a head coach has had to work his way from yeah he's gone from a Division three school or or a FCS school, and then he's I don't know the exact route you know Jamie Chadwell's taken for example uh, to get to Coastal Carolina, but there could be different routes that got him there, or maybe his first job was a offense coordinator at. Cincinnati, and then he gets promoted to head coach. So I just think it depends on the person, because a lot of guys can go from position coach at Florida State to the offense coordinator at Florida State. So that's I think it's just trajectory. I don't think there's one that's necessarily like in terms of how to climb the ladder. That's just outright better. I think it really more depends on probably where you start. Yeah, and and like you said, what what school you're you're at. Yeah, that affects it. Um, you know where you are in the process, and, and just like. Where the, where the program you're going to is at. You yeah, know, what are they looking Are they looking for a defensive-minded coach? Are they looking for an offensive guy? Or are they just looking for a, a guy to run everything? Right. I You know, and a lot of people talk about wanting to get offensive-minded coaches. Here's the thing. I, here's my personal opinion. Get a coach that can facilitate wins. Yep. Doesn't matter what side of the ball he's on. Because, great, if you freeze, is it this, you know, brilliant offense? I'm not debating whether he is or not. I'm saying if he's a brilliant offensive mind, but he can't facilitate a good defense, you're not going to win anything significant. Right. Like that's the difference between a guy like Nick Saban. He's not necessarily an offensive guy. He's traditionally a defensive guy, but he he's been able to facilitate a great offense. That's what sep- like that's what separated him from you know, the rest. Like, and he's adapted. Right. You know, we can we can talk about you know how old Nick Saban Nick Saban is and he's stuck in his own ways. But, I mean, the dude, like, a couple years ago, that offense, he had a game manager at quarterback and ran the football down your throat with massive running backs. But now he's throwing it all over the field. Yeah. And then then you look at guys like Jimbo Fisher. He's won a national championship. And and as much of an offensive mind he is, he's been able to facilitate really good defenses. So I don't think it's about – so I don't think it's so much about offense or defensive minded. It's like it's at the head coach position. Can you facilitate good offenses and good defenses? I think a part of that is not micromanaging. Dude. Yeah, that, that and that's what I mean. Like facilitating doesn't mean micromanaging. It means allowing people to work, allowing people to do what they do, and, and you know within their own strengths. And I don't know if that, my opinion, that's not happening at the University of Tennessee right now, and that's what's hurting Jeremy Pruitt, in my opinion. Um, now I think some of that. Could certainly be to fault of the offense coordinator. Maybe he's not living up to his, you know, living up to his best. But I think a lot of it looks like he's not. It just looks very different than his first stint at UT and his even his stint at Georgia. It looks very different. I I just think and, and Pitt. I mean, so what's like even Pitt? He turned Nathan Peterman into a quality ACC quarterback. And I understand the ACC isn't a great conference, but how does he go from a guy that can really be Clemson? Beat Clemson. Like how did again? It's just I just have a hard time believing there was just this massive drop off the moment he came back to Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. and and a lot of people want to go. Well, Georgia, look at how happy Georgia fans are that he left. Is that not any school? When they leave, you're like, good. We didn't want him. Like who's been cry? Who's been crying when a coach le- voluntarily leaves your program? Yeah, no, it doesn't happen. Oh, whatever. I think the. What Tennessee fan like, we've tried the up and comer route and it just hasn't worked out. Well, so that, uh, that see, I don't think we have. Butch Jones was riding the coattails of Brian Kelly, 
Like he was just he took over a really good Cincinnati program that Brian Kelly facilitated. Derek Dilly was terrible at Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think we I don't think Tennessee's tried the up and comer. So I think Tennessee's what about, missed. What about Kiffin? It, it was he was an up and comer though, right? Yeah, an NFL job though, to be fair. But I think Kiffin I mean, might have been on probation, but I think he would have won a lot of football games at Tennessee. Yeah. So I mean I just personally would like to see us maybe like a Matt Campbell. I, I think that would be yeah, a, yeah, a no. name that could, Luke Fickle, he's not power five, but I think he's he's won enough. It's not like I think Luke, I think you'd have to consider Luke Fickle as an up and comer. It's mid major, hadn't won anything significant. That's I true. think you'd have to mark it as an up and comer. But I think there's a difference maybe than him and Jamie Chad, Chadwell. Yeah, probably. Cincinnati's been a little. And more I, I don't hate either one of those guys. I I think they'd be. It's different football though. Good off. I don't want to say good options, but an uh, option. No, I would not be disappointed. Now, I'd be disappointed if Tennessee had this short list that, you know. So Greg Shiano's off the table. Right? <laughs> yeah, Greg Shiano. Like I, I'd be disappointed if it was you just didn't have any any other guys on your short list and immediately went to Fickle and Chadwell. Like I would be disappointed then. You, you look around, fill your options out. If Pruitt was to be fired today, but I wouldn't be. The only issue with Jamie Chadwell is that he like really just started winning this year. Yeah, I, he, I think. My thing is nobody that is at a current program that's just that hasn't won like Gundy. He hasn't won anything. No, he, he wasn't somebody that was just like, oh yeah, I really. No, I mean him. it was my same take with Mike Leach. Like, yeah, great that he won football games, but part of, I mean part of winning football games is winning big football games. He never even won the conference. No division. He never won the division. Right. So it's like winning football games is good, but you also got to win the big ones. You get graded on what, Mister Pruitt. Alabama, Florida, and Georgia, the big ones. You got to win those games. Yep. So, yeah. I But I think it, at least Chadwell, they're ranked. Hugh they're, Freeze has Liberty ranked. Like, they've, yeah. they've won enough where they right. could be an option. Not like Dave Doran and Greg Schiano, where they haven't won anything. Right. No, I mean, I just, yeah. I, well, Jamie Chadwell, he, I think he went five and seven last year. He did beat Kansas. I don't know what that means to you. <laughs> but, it, like, his first year. He beat him this year. He's been two years in a row. Yeah. Kansas is terrible. Oh, I mean, I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying. Poor Les um, Miles. I mean. <laughs> and, and, I mean, so, Butch Jones at Cincinnati went 4-8, and 10-3, and 9-3. and three. So, yeah. For what it's worth. I mean, I'm not saying Butch Jones is a good coach. I'm not saying the hire was great or bad. He also won the Liberty Bowl his, his second year at Cincinnati. And then they went to the Belt Bowl. His third year. He didn't coach in that game because he was at Tennessee. So, I mean, I'm just – I don't hate the up-and-coming route, but I don't like that you – those shouldn't be your first phone calls, I don't think. Correct, yes. Especially when you – I mean, I'm not saying he'd come here at all. I don't, I don't think he would. But, like, someone mentioned Bob Soups. Why would you not call him? Yeah. Like, what's it going to hurt for him to say no to you? Hey, Bob, what you doing? Yeah. Are you tired of the XFL yet? Or – um. Duke. David Cutcliffe? Cutcliffe, yeah. I mean, it. my fear with Cutcliffe, and I'm not, I mean, I know he's at Duke. It's just like, and a lot of people said Ole Miss should have been more patient with him, but it's just like, what, how much can he win as your head coach? I mean, he's got to be, at least it's a phone call. You might, you'd get Arch, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you make a phone call and just be like, hey, man. I mean, he is close with Phil Former. Or maybe as an O.C., I don't know if he would do that. Yeah, I, don't, but, I don't know either, especially seeing how it went with. But, I mean, we could probably pay him just as much as he's making at Duke. 
I would hope. I don't know how much he's making. I don't either. I don't know. That, my only thing with Cutcliffe is my same thing I say about Leach and I say about uh, Gundy. It's like you gotta you gotta win big games for like if you're gonna get if you're gonna get hired from those jobs where you've already gotten an opportunity, you gotta you have to have won big games for me. Yep. That, that's my only thing. That's it. That's my only take on that. And you know, not Cutcliffe's had opportunity to win big games. He's been in the ACC for. I mean, he's been there for what eight, nine years now. Longer than that. At least he can develop a quarterback. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I, I'd like to. I don't know it. Just go win, Jeremy Pruitt. So we don't ever have to talk about this. Exactly. Just go win. Be successful. I don't want a coaching search. I'm not a fan that wants. I don't like coaching searches. Don't do it. It would pass the time. <laughs> we'd have a great we time. Did, we'd we have a fantastic have, time. I just don't want to do it. If we it. didn't have sports, at least we'd have that to talk about. Exactly. But I don't want to do it. I'm out. I'm out yeah, on coaching searches. All right, most important of the week. Most important, Samford men's basketball program. Okay. Halftime, Greenville, Illinois, 102 to 50. Final, 174 to 99. Wait, what? That was a halftime score. Final score, 174 to 99. Dude, good for Greenville. They put some points up too. Yeah, you got to. So is that like that Division Three school where they just shoot a three every time they come down the court? I don't know. I guess. Interesting. I hate it. Yeah, 174 points. That's too many points. Who had the over in that game? <laughs> Who had the over? Okay, most important. First one. Jarrett Patterson from Buffalo. Eight touchdowns. 409 yards. Back-to-back 300 rushing yard games. He's a real deal. Landon likes him a lot. I do. I've watched a lot of Maction. And Buffalo, they run the football a lot, but they also hit the over. <laughs> they run the ball well. Yeah. Really well. Really, really well. So, that's important. Um, And then I have... I have a uh, Darnell Rogers. He's a guard for University of Maryland and Baltimore County. UMBC. They beat are Virginia. The, they are the Retrievers. They did beat Virginia as the 16 seed. Darnell, Darnell Rogers is 5'2", 150, averaging 14 points per I game. I saw that. I didn't realize he played for the UMBC Retrievers. Freaking buckets. Yeah. Love it. Love it, baby. Some dog in him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see here. My next one. Marcus and Markeith Morris. Did you see this? I didn't. They've been sharing bank accounts for years and still do today. The difference now, though, Marcus, he's on a four-year, $64 million deal. Markeith is on a one-year, $2.5 million deal. So Markeith, he's got that bank. That bank account looks good to him. He's only, He's barely doing any of the work. Shout out to Markeith. That's a good brother. Yeah, stay at home. <laughs> get that stay at home brother pay. That's a great brother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's all I got for most important. Yeah, I think that's all I got too. Fail, fail. I got Matthew Adams first. I guess he got excited about that Logan Paul boxing match. Mm-hmm. Jake or Logan? Which one? Uh, Jake. Jake Paul boxing match. He said uh, last night he tweeted, "When I retire from the NFL, I'm picking up the boxing gloves." Hashtag heavy hitter. Matthew Adams. 
Also got ejected today for throwing a punch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> little ahead of the game. Hadn't retired yet. Got a little, little excited. You're just getting prepared, I guess. Exactly. Good exactly. for um, The Cowboys. Tennessee fans would hate to hear this bring up some bad memories, but the Cowboys had to call a timeout because they had not 12, not 13, but 14 men on the field. How does that happen, man? 14 men. I just needed somebody to score a touchdown in that game, though, so I'm happy. <laughs> Thank you for the free $25, DK. Appreciate it. I'll say your name next time if you want a sponsorship. You got any more fails? Yeah, I do. Uh, NFL, Broncos, pick. I don't care, whoever. But, okay, this might have been most important because I'll love this. But fail, they had to start a practice squad wide receiver, Kendall Hinton from Wake Forest. So they had to start today. They wanted to start an assistant coach, an offensive quality control coach, who played quarterback at Central Florida. That's But the NFL wouldn't let him. Oh, it's a little Blake Bortles action. UCF. Yes. <laughs> Didn't he play for the Broncos at one point? I think he traded. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, where's where's Blake, where's Blake where, at? Where is he? I know he went to uh, L.A. for a while. Bought yeah, a te- that. Bought a Tesla. I feel bad that the Broncos had to play because, first of all, they went against the Saints, who have a but, great defense and some weapons on offense. But, they don't have a quarterback either. Why did the NFL let them play? Why would they want them to put that product on the field? So no stupid. It was terrible. Uh, Blake Bortles does play for the Broncos right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he was sent home, I guess, with the rest of the quarterbacks. Hmm. Uh, that's, dude, what a crappy situation. Did they just go and be like, hey, who can play quarterback Sunday? Well, also, you- why is that the game of the week? <laughs> I don't know. You can't move the times, really? I have no clue. I mean, who the heck wants to watch that? Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been a good game anyways. Regardless of if there's a quarterback or not. Right. Um, so my next is Syracuse. Pick Syracuse to win this game. Late. Like a third quarter, I was like, Syracuse is coming back. <laughs> you felt it? I felt it. They're on the 15-ish yard, yard line. A couple seconds ago. Or it was third it was third and goal. Mm-hmm. Threw a pass or, or took a sack on third down. Oh nice, smart. Everybody comes up to the line, spikes it on fourth down. <laughs> I did see that. Ball game. I saw your I saw your tweet about it. <laughs> How does that happen? How does that happen? The How only does... other time I've seen that happen, one time in my life, was in powder puff football. And it was it it also won the other team the game. Obviously, you're spiking it to stop the clock. Won the other team the game. I'm just like, dude, this is Power 5 college football. Yeah, no, that's bad. Yikes. I just get that assistant that was like, don't spike it, don't spike it. He's like, I was telling you not to spike it because it was the fourth down. <laughs> not because it was a bad decision <laughs> in terms of like, he was like, run the field goal unit out there. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not because he thought you shouldn't try to stop the clock because it was fourth down. <laughs> And like you a field goal wouldn't have done anything. Oh, you had to score. Oh, you had to. So you had to line up and go. Yeah. So it was just like how much time was left when they spiked it? Thirteen seconds. What the? That's plenty of time. Yeah, they probably I mean, snapping the ball with a second left. But yeah, that's they literally of time. like spiked it to try to run another play. You could have gotten like, a full play call in and ran a play. Oh yeah, you, you couldn't have audibled at the line of scrimmage, but you could have ran a full play. But the quarterback was like so dead set on getting everybody set and spikes. The receivers are just like, what do we run? What do we run? Why did you do that? 
Like I said, fake spike it. Yeah. That's a great play. That's my favorite play. My favorite play. I think That's, the Redskins ran, uh, speaking of my favorite plays, I think the Redskins ran a fumble rooski on Thanksgiving. Did they? I think, I think they did. It, 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 you can't put the ball on the ground anymore or whatever, but mm. they, like handed it to the running back that was hiding behind the tackle. Oh, the I guard. see that. Yeah. Who who was that? I, I can't remember. It was the Redskins, but I don't remember who on the Red. Sorry, the W word Redskins. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't remember who though. It wasn't Gibson. It was like a little guy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he broke the huddle and stayed behind him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You got anything else? That's all I got. Awesome. Well, guys, we appreciate y'all listening to the show. Uh, had a great time as always. Make sure you come back on Wednesday. We'll preview the Florida game. <laughs> Sorry, with passion. We'll preview the Florida games. Yes. Pass. Woo! Like Rocky Top. Big. I'm a big fan of Woo and Rocky Top. Big fan of it. Dude, I haven't worn my victory cap in a long time. I don't know. It's been sitting up there. It probably has dust on it. It probably does. <laughs> it doesn't have enough passion. <laughs> it does out. not have any passion. <laughs> That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in. Hopefully with more passion. And we out.